Hey there, Blessed Mama. Today's episode, we are so incredibly excited to have a special guest, and we're going to be talking all about thoughtfully choosing how you show up every day. So I know that a lot of you guys listen, and we have so many special guests, but I am so incredibly excited to welcome a new friend of mine that I actually met through the Women's Business League. And I love this um, just group of women that we get to meet not only face-to-face, but we get to meet virtually. So today I have Karen Pambianchi, and we have been giggling because I knew I was going to butcher her last name, but I think I did good. Did I do okay, Karen? You nailed it, Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. But I'm so excited to introduce to you Karen today because I, when I first had an opportunity to meet her, I just fell in love with what she was doing and her mission. And she is an associate certified coach with the International Coaching Federation. And she's been coaching since 2015. All right. So she's got a lot of experience under her belt. And I love that Karen truly believes that coaching is a powerful tool. And not only does she help clients see their potential that their life holds, but she actually walks them through it so they can live it out. Her mission is to truly help professionals find the work-life harmony that allows them to feel like rock stars at work as you climb that ladder of success, but be present and enjoy everything that life has to offer outside of the office. Cool thing about Karen is that after earning her bachelor's degree at Providence College, She had a career and she went through corporate America. She did nonprofit organizations like Tech Target, like American Diabetes Association, which Karen, I was involved with too. Super cool connection there. Southern New Hampshire University, but then she opened Swift Water Life Coaching LLC. And you'll learn a little bit more at the end of this podcast, how you can connect more with her, but you're going to love everything that she has to share today. And outside of coaching, Karen loves spending time with her husband and support their two children and all of their activities. So Karen, welcome. We're so excited to have you on Bless Mama Boss's podcast today. Thank you so much, Kelly. It's a podcast so no one can see me blushing for that wonderful introduction that you did. Um, I really appreciate the opportunity that we had to get to know each other, as you said recently, um, and for the invitation to be here with you this morning. Yes, I'm so excited. Um, You know, when we were chatting about what to talk about today on the podcast. You gave me this amazing list of all of these things, but this specific topic, thoughtfully choosing how to show up every day is, you know, something that I feel like I have been walking through the process of for years. And I know that so many of our listeners, this is something that they struggle with. This is something they're fighting for. And so let's dive in. I'm excited to kick off this topic with you today. Yeah. So I think it's it resonates so much because we all live in such a fast-paced hustle culture, right? That I think we got a little bit of a reminder that we need to slow down when the pandemic hit. But now that things are returning to normal, quote unquote, or changing again and kind of moving back into that hustle culture, I, I find it even in my own life, we're back to just, we wake up, we have a schedule and we hammer through the to-do list and we're not necessarily putting a lot of thought and energy into how we're showing up or how we're choosing how to spend our time and what's important. So this is such a great thing to be thoughtful of sort of 
pre-pandemic, it would have been great. During the pandemic, I think more people spent time on it. But even then, I think we're a little overwhelmed by what to do with all the information that they started to gather about what was important. And then now as things change again, that it's something we can't ever really let go of. We have to continually choose to be thoughtful. It's not a one and done type of activity. Yeah, I agree so much. You know, I think about where we were pre-pandemic and as you're talking, I'm thinking through like life was very different. And then a lot of people are now going back to the way they were before, where how incredible would it be for you to take some of those things that you learn and implement those like into your daily habits. So share with us a little bit more about, you know, how, how we start off and how we do that. So with all the work I do with my clients as a coach, it's very individualized and very personalized. So it's often hard for me to give um, sort of a blanket answer. But what I think can really help people is the framework that most of my clients end up going through in some way, shape, or form. And for the most part, that always starts first with awareness. And so when you think about what you're currently doing and how thoughtfully you're showing up, it starts with, what is it do you want to pay attention to? What are you trying to um, become more aware of? Because once you know what that is, then you can start to kind of move into the other phases. So I think when we explore how we show up every day, some of the things some people might want to start bringing awareness to is, you know, are you spending time on the things that are most important to you would be a, a great question I might ask people. Um, you know, how much time are you spending on the things that really matter to you? Um, similarly, how much time are you spending with the people that really matter to you? Um, but then I also think when we get caught up in the hustle, we can also shift our mindset. So that would be another question I might ask people to bring awareness to is in those different circumstances, when you're at work, when you're with your family, when you're doing maybe your hobbies or whatever your activities are that are not bucketed in the two big ones, family and professional, you know, um, how are you showing up? Do you feel good about who you are? Um, I'll rewind and give a quick anecdote. Anecdote: The first time that I hired a coach myself was before I became a coach. And the reason that I did it was because in a relationship in my own life, I didn't like how I was behaving. And I was able to recognize that first. But the reason that I went and sought coaching was that I was like, I don't want to keep showing up this way. It doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't make the other people I'm interacting with feel good. And it permeated beyond that isolated relationship into how I then showed up at work and how I showed up, um, you know, with my friends and the other activities that I had that were, you know, extracurriculars. And so that sort of is the awareness that you want to start with is where are you just like, I don't like what's happening here and I want something different to happen. So you start with that awareness um, and then you have to start to move into acceptance. You and I talked about this quickly, but you might find out that there's something you don't like that you're experiencing. And that was what was true for me. I didn't like how I was showing up. Um, and so there's two schools of thought there. And one is that you can sort of accept um, the parts of yourself that are who you are. And I talk a lot with my clients about leaning into your strengths. So we don't always have to change everything about ourselves. We can't do that. We are unique individuals and we have a lot to offer, even if, there's some things that we wish were a little bit different, right? But on the other hand, there are opportunities to make adjustments, which is sort of the next phase of that, right? If you're really not happy with how you're showing up somewhere, then you start to think about how you can make adjustments um, and make changes. Um, I mean, I could just keep rambling, Kelly. I don't know if you have any questions yet. No, yeah, well, share before I keep going. Yeah, well, you know what? I immediately, when you started talking about awareness and then acceptance and adjustments, um, I couldn't help but think about, for me personally, 
parenting. I have a teenage daughter and a teenage daughter. And a few years ago, you know, I realized talking to, you know, people who were a few years ahead of me in the parenting department, both of mine are girls. And so like, what was ahead of me? And just becoming so self-aware that I was really uneducated about what was happening. I didn't really have a game plan with my husband about how we were going to be. So I knew that I, I didn't, you know, I was became aware of it, but then I was like, okay, like, what am I going to do about this? And truly making it important. Like right now they're in seventh and ninth grade. And it is, it is next to my relationship with Christ and my relationship with my husband. It is the next important thing to me is my parenting and learning and making those adjustments and putting that time and effort in. So, you know, it doesn't always have to be with business. I mean, I definitely have examples of that too, but just in my everyday mom life, like I want to show up and be a good example for my, my kids. And that's like the immediate example when you were talking about just being aware and accepting it and, and making some adjustments. So, um, you know, I, I can't wait to hear more, but that's immediately what, an example that I thought of. Yeah. Well, Kelly, what you bring up is so fascinating because you said a couple of things. One, to be thoughtful about how you parent them and bringing some knowledge to you about what are the different ways I could be parenting my children as they get older and the different ages and stages they're at, right? But you also said something else that I don't even know if you realized that you said I'm sort of modeling them, right? Modeling for them. So not only are you going to be have the option to be thoughtful about how you actively parent them, you also have a choice to, to thoughtfully choose how you show up as a business owner, as a podcast host, as a wife, and your children are watching that behavior. And so you now are sort of parenting in a second way by you honoring and showing up as your authentic self in all those other roles. You're sort of giving your daughters permission to do the same in their own relationships and to honor who they are and how they're bringing things up, which is why I think this type of reflective work is so valuable because it translates into every element of our lives and back and forth. It's not as though the way you choose to parent just lives in this box called parenting and happens only when you're talking directly to your kids. Wow, that is so cool. <laughs> no, I didn't know <laughs> that and I didn't think about it. But immediately I think about you know, reflecting back on my childhood and seeing my parents model the behavior. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am the way I am with my work ethic and why I'm parenting and, and putting the importance because that that's what I saw as a child. So, wow, that just was a huge light bulb moment for me. So thank you. <laughs> of course, of course. It's also can be really heavy to have those kind of light bulb moments because now you're probably like, okay, I really do have to think about how I'm showing up in every moment, right? Because it holds a lot more weight. Um, but the other thing is, as you kind of alluded to in that example, you have this awareness and now you're like, I want to be more thoughtful, right? Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Dr. Lori Santos. She's out of Yale University. She teaches this class um, that's become the most popular class at Yale called the Science of Happiness. I actually think the name might have changed. That was like a couple of years ago. Um, but she she studies happiness and all these different things. And she and another professor whose name I am forgetting, I apologize, um, had this idea that they named the G.I. Joe fallacy. So you and I are of a similar age. G.I. Joe's a toy from, you know, um, childhood in the 80s. But if, And I was not a G.I. Joe fan. But the slogan at the end of every show that G.I. Joe would say is, now you know, and knowing is half the battle. And I think a lot of people think, yeah, knowing is half the battle. 
And the argument by Dr. Santos and her colleague is it's not half the battle. Just because you know you want to do something better or different doesn't mean you will. You have to put the effort and the work in behind it to actually have the change take place. Um, and so that's where like, we started kind of talking about the awareness and then a little self-reconciliation with some acceptance about who you are, what you might want to change, where you want to lean into the things that you're really happy with, and then starting to make those adjustments. So, um, you know, if you're not, um, if you're not putting in the work, you certainly won't feel better. And I know for me, there have been times where, <clears throat> so I'm not a morning person at all, <laughs> at all. <laughs> and I've tried many times in my life to become one. And there's a lot of people who would argue you can train yourself to become a morning person. But every time I tried, I felt so much worse because not only was I not a morning person, I was failing at the efforts I was making to become one. So I sort of had this like double whammy. So I also think what's important about adjustments is really being um, being intentional with the changes you want to make and being committed to them so you can be successful at the ones you want to make. And where a change doesn't make sense, something like becoming a morning person, instead of that, what I changed was how do I lean into the parts of the day where I am my best? If my morning isn't that time, instead of trying to wake up earlier and do something at, a, at an hour that doesn't make sense for me, how do I lean into the times when my body is at its best, when my mind is at its best? So I still made a change. I just made a different adjustment based on where I needed to be for myself. Um, so that's sort of the other part of, of adjustments that I'm always careful with my clients is don't just take a blanket answer that someone else did and make the same change for yourself. You really have to make sure it works for you. Yeah. I love that because you do hear, I, I am a morning person. I don't love being a morning person, honestly. Like I sometimes get mad, like, why can't I sleep in? Um, but I tend to think it's when my house is quiet and I tend to think the best then, but if I thought the best in the evening, I totally agree with you that you have to roll with when your body you know, your afternoons, whenever it is. Um, so share with us before we close out, if someone is really like wanting to, you know, maybe they're aware and they're sort of, a lot of times people have that sort of acceptance and they don't know how to make those adjustments. Maybe give us like the best tip if somebody is looking at like their busy, their busy schedule. I know you said, Hey, we have this to-do list. We're kind of like going through it. I know for me, and I don't know if this is right or wrong, but I'm going to share it with you and you can give me some feedback. But for me, when I had this example of parenting, I decided, okay, I'm going to start listening to X amount of podcasts on this topic. I'm going to get a book and I'm going to read a parenting book, one book a month, and I pick them out and then I break it down with how many pages I need to read because I'm a slow reader. Um, and that's sort of how I adjusted to learning um, more about the strategy of parenting. And then I block off the time on my calendar to show up. So what are, is that a good strategy for people? What is it? What are some tips that you have about that? And then after sharing that, share, share um, how people can, can get connected with you and learn more about um, Swift Water Life Coaching. Yeah. I love this question, Kelly, because there is no right or wrong answer. So if that strategy works for you, then it's the right strategy for you. But what I want your listeners to hear is if they're hearing you say that and they're like, I have to read books. Oh my gosh. Or, you know, I have to, I have to start listening to podcasts. I don't like podcasts. I prefer books or whatever their reaction might have been to your examples is really to find the, the tool that is going to work for you. So you leaned into things you're comfortable with and the spaces that you're comfortable with. 
and the way that you want to learn. And I think that really is my tip, is exploring what are all the ways I could make this change, right? Is it reading and research? Is it maybe it's talking in the example of parenting, maybe it's talking to other moms. You mentioned you met a couple of parents that were a little bit ahead of you in terms of the age of the children. So for somebody else, that might be a great resource. So sort of maybe looking at all the different resources available to you and then finding the one that really connects with you and who you are. As we talk about thoughtfully showing up, if you're somebody who's really social, finding that group of people might be the more comfortable way. If you're someone who's less, that might be really intimidating and the, the way of a podcast or a book might be better. Um, other people might, might just want to truly self-reflect and not take all that parenting advice that exists out there because it's there in every direction and might just want to say, I'm going to sit down with my partner that I'm parenting with and make a decision about what we think is important. And maybe, again, depending on the age of your kids, involve your kids in the conversation. They're really, unfortunately, there aren't right or wrong answers because they're different for everybody. Um, the, the last piece of the framework for me is accountability that I bring. So partly I play that role as the coach, but I also think for other people, if you can create a system of accountability for yourself, whether you have a tool to hold yourself accountable, like you created a kind of accountability system by saying, I'm going to read, you know, 10 pages a night because based on how long the book is and how many nights I have in the month. Right. But there might be another person that you could ask to hold you accountable to say, Hey, can we, you know, can we check in every couple of weeks and just See what I've done differently. Um, can you? Can, and we can talk about how parenting's going, or again, if it's a business situation or something else, to check in and how that's going. So um, coaches can play that role, but there's lots of people in your life that you might not even realize could play an accountability role for you, and that can be a really great tool as you're trying to make these adjustments. Um, the other one I would say is to think about just any new habit takes effort and it takes work. So start small. Don't try to do all the things all of a sudden, because then you're going to set yourself up like I did trying to be a morning person to then just feel bad that you're not only are you not making the change you set up to make, you might also be failing at this new process you added. So try to make it really small and realistic when you when you start to tackle it. Um, but I love to help people work through all this stuff to help them um, have a place to put um, the things that maybe they realize and maybe especially the ones you, you're a little uncomfortable and unsure of to unpack them, to really start to build that acceptance around them um, and make those changes. So my website is www.swiftwaterlifecoach.com. Um, there's also a link on the contact me page um, that generates the opportunity for a conversation with me. I love to talk to people. Um, coaching is a relationship and people have to be well connected. So um, I know a lot of coaches. So if somehow I'm not the right coach for somebody, I can connect them to lots of different resources that might be the person that they need to talk to to help assist them in the process. Awesome. You guys, the website will be within the show notes. So um, you can click the show notes and be able to follow up with Karen. And, you know, I'm just so excited that we had the opportunity to talk and um, I learned so much. I mean, awareness, acceptance, adjustments, accountability. And I love the fact that they're all four A's. I know that that is by design, but that helps people remember things. So you guys, I would strongly encourage you, if this is something you are looking for, reach out to Karen, get connected with her. And um, I know that you will, you'll take something from it. Thank you so much for being on today. We're, I'm just so excited for everyone to be able to hear your knowledge. Yes. Thank you so much, Kelly. It was wonderful to chat with you. And I appreciate you sharing your own personal example um, with your audience and with me, because I think it highlighted so much of what can happen when you start to be a little bit more intentional with something in your life. 
Absolutely. Well, guys, we hope you have an incredible day. Make it a great day for others. And we'll see you on the next episode of Blessed Mama Bosses podcast.